Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. Um, I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here sailing on the Ama Waterways, Ama Viola, on, they say, one of the most popular routes, the Danube. And we are here, we've been sailing for the last several days. We're here recording out on our balcony, enjoying some of the amazing stops along the way on the Danube. Yeah, we did a companion episode called River Cruising 101, where we talked about this rapidly expanding field of river cruising talked about kind of how it's different from traditional cruising you've probably heard us do other episodes about ocean cruises and things like that but river cruising is something different very enjoyable we really have had a great time here today's episode is going to focus just on the danube itinerary coming up we've got an interview with Gemma corcoran she is our hotel manager here on the Amaviola. We've also got an interview with Lisi Alsher-Brook, and she has been our cruise manager for this week. And uh, they've both done a great job. They're both going to tell you more about what it's like to cruise on the Danube, some of the highlights to look for. We're also going to be talking about some of the things we've really enjoyed doing on this itinerary. One of the reasons they say that this is such a popular cruise down the Danube is because it, you can go to so many different spots, especially for someone who maybe hasn't done river cruising. We started out in Germany, and then we went to Austria. We went to Slovakia. We're ending up in Hungary. So you're ever able to get quite a bit in in a seven-day cruise. Now, they all also offer some other cruises that can go to different parts of the Danube as well as longer cruises as well, but this is a popular choice, the seven-day Danube. Coming up, we've got those interviews. We'll be talking about some of our favorite highlights on this romantic Danube itinerary. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Make sure you check the hot sheet for today's show where we'll be posting links to things we're talking about today. You can find that at TravelBrigade.com. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin again. We are here on the beautiful Ama Viola on Ama Waterways, enjoying the Danube, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I keep saying, can we just book it out for the next month? I, I don't know. What do you think? I'm trying to find places I could hide here. And right. Do you have a stowaway plan? <laughs> you know, you can always negotiate with the crew, but we do have a vacant cabin for the next cruise, so we can talk. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'd be even willing to work for service here. What can you do? We can, well, never mind. We can't do anything, not compared to the trained staff here. <laughs> We're really lucky. We not only have the hotel manager here who knows all about this ship. Her name is Gemma Corcoran. But on top of that, she's Irish, and we've done Irish episodes before. And we love an Irish laugh. We could have people read the phone book in Irish and it's, it, with that Irish lilt, and it's entertaining. So we're really lucky we have Gemma here. Gemma, tell us what makes the Danube cruises so popular, because these are really kind of some of your, some of your uh, big ones. I think um, for many of our guests who are coming to river cruising for the first time, the Danube is a very popular itinerary because you see so many big cities, so many landmark cities like Bratislava, Budapest, Vienna, and then to do the extension to Prague. Um, and during seven days, you see some really great high and people love the Danube. It's a really great way to travel on a river ship, and there's more and more river ships that really focus on the Danube itinerary. We do Upper Danube and Lower Danube. So we also have cruises that start in Budapest and go all the way down to 
to Bulgaria and Romania, going through Serbia on the way. It's really something very special as well. Well, that's interesting. We Again, this is our first time we've mentioned uh, that, our first time river cruising. And we chose this itinerary and with lots of things in, in looking at the schedule, etc. But there's literally not a place that we've been. When we've traveled here to Europe quite a few times, but I don't believe there's a place that we've been that, that we're stopping here. Is that is that our travel map? Is that right? I think so. We're, we're checking off a lot of uh, new places here on this trip. And tell us a little bit about the different types of ships. We're here on the Alma Viola. It's a beautiful ship. Uh, tell us about this ship and some of the other ships that Alma Waterways has. Uh, so the Amaviola, as you said, it's one of our newest ships. It's just one year old. It was christened last year, actually, in the town of Vilsofen, where we started our cruise. So we actually have a great relationship with the people of Vilsofen. You saw it. It's a very small, very quaint town. And uh, Amma Waterways have built up this relationship with them. So many of our ships have been uh, christened in Vilsofen. Um, so it's very appropriate that the Amaviola started cruising from Vilsofen. And we have many ships on the Danube. This is one of the newest ships. And um, so this particular ship is 135 meters long and 11 meters wide. It's the longest ship that you can have on the Danube to get through all of the locks. Um, it's very modern. You saw in your rooms, you have the IMAX, we have the fitness center, we have the hairdresser, massage, and all of our ships are very much along the same uh, along the same route and they're the same design, the same layout. So really, if you visit, if you cruise on one of our ships and then you go on one of our sister ships, you will feel very much at home pretty instantly because the layout doesn't change too much from ship to ship. So now the cruise that we're going on, we started uh, in Germany and then we're going down to Budapest, but you're going to turn around and go the opposite way. So there's a couple different ways. And then there's some that you're saying that are going to keep going. And, and tell me about the, this is a seven day, but there's some longer ones as well. There are 14 day cruises, which would do the same. The first week would be the same as the week that you've just experienced from Vilsofen to Budapest. And then many guests will continue on from Budapest all the way down to Rusay. So that's something very, very different. It's a, definitely a waterway that's less explored. There's not so many ships who are going there. Um, it's really bringing, it's opening up a whole new world of river cruising, going through Serbia, through Belgrade. I mean, really an amazing city with a really interesting history and going down through uh, Bulgaria and Romania. And it's great for the crew because you probably realize that a lot of our crew are from Bulgaria, Romania, Serbia, Hungary, all of these countries that our lower Danube uh, cruise takes in. So it's nice for them. They get to sail towards home. That is, that's really nice. Just give us an idea of how big this ship is in terms of how many cabins, how many it holds. And most of these rooms have lovely balconies. We have 79 staterooms on board, uh, including four suites, which are our largest ones. Uh, there's different sizes, of course. The rooms are spread over uh, three floors. And um, there's really something for everyone and for every budget, I would say. Of course, you mentioned the balconies. That's something that people really love. Of course, you can open your French balcony and your, your, the countryside is just coming into your stateroom. It's a really wonderful way to spend an afternoon out on your balcony. Um, and it's something that our guests really, really love and utilize a lot, I would say. We will have more information about Alma Waterways if you go to our website, travelbrigade.com. You can click on the hot sheet for today's show. We'll have links that tell you specifically about this cruise. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at travelbrigade.com. 
Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here on the Ama Viola. That's part of Ama Waterways. We are talking about the Danube today, and one of the things that's always interesting, the Danube does have a couple of different cruises. We're on the seven-day romantic Danube that started. We flew into Munich. So, yeah, in this particular case, we flew into Munich, and then uh, we took a van ride to Wilshafen, also in Germany. Had a great welcome there, a traditional Bavarian welcome, beer, pretzels, everything like that. We had our own Oktoberfest. Next day, we found ourselves in Passau. Now, this is one of those things, we're going to tell you about some cities on here that you've already heard about, you already know about Vienna, you already know about Budapest. But there were some really fun little gems along the way here, and Passau was one of them. It's where three different rivers, the Danube, the Inn, and the Ilse River meet, and it's kind of a peninsula out in the middle of the river, and it's just a charming little town. I did a hike up to a castle, just Everything you want in a port stop. And then we moved on to Linz. Linz was an incredible city. It was really an interesting mix of the old and the new. There were quite a few options when you went into Linz. You could either do a walking tour or you can go do a castle tour. You could do a bike tour. Um, they even had some options where you could go to Salzburg, go to the Austrian Lake District, or you could even go into the Czech Republic for the day. Yeah, we stuck around and ended up just having a great, great time just there in the city itself and also a beautiful riverfront and stayed late there that night and it was a beautiful riverfront with a lot of things going on and different buildings lit up and it was a really fun place to be. What was also really fun about that was one of the nights that we we actually spent the night there and so it was fun to be in a, a place where you could go out in the evening and then the next day we had some beautiful, beautiful sailing. It was actually one of my favorite parts was when we were sailing down the Danube during the day. Things were being pointed out to us, fortresses, castles, beautiful abbeys. It was absolutely gorgeous. Then we stopped in Weisenkirchen. Yeah, and this is a very small town. You'll hear Lisi talk about in her upcoming interview. We're the only boat there. From there, there's so many little towns along the Danube. You could go do an excursion just a couple of miles down the road in Dernstein, hike up to the castle that you could hike. There was an excursion to Melk Abbey. I just grabbed one of the bikes and rode along the Danube up to another little town called Spitz. It's one of those places where every two or three miles, there's another beautiful place to go discover. Again, that you know about Vienna, you know about Budapest, but one of the fun things was just being in this little town and just kind of going and finding things to do. Yeah, I did some little wine tasting in town. That was really fun. Had a lot of Austrian wines over the last few days, and they were all quite delicious. We did move on to Vienna. Vienna was just absolutely gorgeous. It was my first time in Vienna, and there were so many things to do. We did one of the tours that was with, of course, with the Alma Viola and Alma Waterways. It was really great to get a sort of a lay of the land there. And then we went to some museums there, and that was really fun. They also offered a Danube bike tour. They also offered one of the palaces to be there, a guided bike tour. But one of the things that we did was an optional Mozart and Strauss concert, which was actually so incredible to be in such a beautiful building and to do that in the middle of Vienna in the evening. 
Yeah, we were at Hofburg Palace, which in and of itself is amazing. And then to yeah, to be there right there in Vienna and you're hearing Strauss, you're hearing Mozart, they're two big guys from the hometown there. It was a really great experience. From there, today we spent in Bratislava. This was checked off Slovakia on my uh, bucket list now. It was, again, a great town, a lot of history, some good tours available. Not only that, but specialty tours. You went and did some cooking and made some pierogi. Yes, they call it pierogi here in Slovakia as opposed to pierogi. So we learned that a little bit different. But one thing I did learn is that they also have not only regular traditional sort of savory ones full of cheese, but they do dessert ones as well. We did one with the jam, and we did it with poppy seeds and sugar, so that was quite good. Now Jeff's going to expect me to make these, my, all, my, all my delicacies when I get home. But there was also choices, of course, for people that wanted to do some other things here. There were some walking tours and also one of the Bratislava castles that they had available for you to do as well. Our next stop is Budapest. We're excited. We're actually on our way there right now, and we're planning on a full day in Budapest. We'll be doing that as well as one of the things I'm really excited about is uh, coming back on the ship and doing some watching the Hungarian folklore dancing and also doing an illuminations uh, cruise, which apparently the beautiful city is lit up at night and we will be cruising by the city. So there's a lot to explore there. And as you can see, so many, so many options that on this on the Danube. Another thing that I wanted to mention is a lot of people do a pre and post cruise and you can book that, you know, via Alma Waterways. They did their pre on this one in Prague and they're doing their post in Budapest. What's really interesting, I heard lots of people talking about different options that they had. They either went to Munich for a few days before, some people went to Prague. I heard of a couple that's going back to Vienna for a few days afterwards. So there's there's many, many options for pre and post that you can work out with the cruise line or do on your own as well. Coming up, we've got an interview with Lisi Alsherbrook. She has been our cruise manager for this past week. She's going to break down some of these destinations and some of the most popular excursions on each of them. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. I'm not leaving. That's First of all, let's just start with that. Ama has its own airway now. Yes. yes. <laughs> Two airplanes, yeah. <laughs> we just started yesterday. Yes. We call them Ama Chema and Ama Lisi. Yes. <laughs> We are here on the Alma Viola, which is part of the Alma Waterways river cruising options. And I am just sitting here as we're actually going down the Danube recording this, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And like I said, I'm not leaving. So I always have two pieces of travel advice. Number one, if you're going on a cruise, make friends with the cruise director because they're going to make sure you have a good time. Number two, wherever you go, find a local because they know all the good places to go. We hit the jackpot on this cruise because we have a cruise director who is a local. Lisi also. Brooke is our cruise manager, and tell us what is it about this Danube area that makes it so popular? The question was why it's so popular. It's 
just one of our best itineraries for starters who ever have been on a river cruise because we have everything here. We have the big cities, we have Vienna, Bratislava, Budapest, but we also stop in smaller places and that makes Arma so special. We stopped in Weissenkirchen on our tour and we didn't see another ship there because that makes us special. We want to bring our guests to places which are really very special. Rudy and Christine did traveled all the stretches on their own just to make sure to find the best docking places. That is one thing what makes the Danube so special and the variety of different places, what you can see Every day we stop in different boards, we have different itineraries, we do actually see every day a different beauty of Europe, and that makes it special, I would say. Now tell us a little bit about some of the stops. Let's go one by one, talk about where we, we first embark and like where we start from, and a little bit about the special stops on the way. So actually, we embarked in Vilshoven. When you look on a map, it's quite difficult to find that place because that is one of the smallest places we do on our cruise. And from Vilshoven, then we go to Passau, which is already more famous, a quaint German town and very rich of churches. This is actually what made that region always so important and powerful. That was the power of the Catholic Church. So after that stop in Germany, in Passau, we did set sailing towards Austria. And on that Danube cruise particularly, we spent after one day in Germany, three days in Austria. And that makes it maybe so special for me because, as Joff mentioned, he didn't only meet a cruise manager, he met also a local cruise manager. So three days in Austria, a stop in Linz, which makes sure that you could discover the town in Linz, but you could go also out to Salzburg, to Chesky Krumlov, which is in the Czech Republic, where you could have an easy afternoon traveling around the Lake District, which is beautiful countryside and a very relaxing thing. Yeah, let's stop there at Linz. I was just surprised about the many options that we had there. That was one of the things that you just started mentioning. First of all, Linz is a beautiful city in and of itself. There was a lot to do there. We did a lot of walking around. We did some museums and everything. Yeah, mention some of the other options. So you've got the city, and what are the, the highlights there in the city? In the city of Linz, it changed quite a bit. 25 years ago, Linz was known as a city in Austria, but with a lot of industry. So actually not a lot of guests and tourists were there. And then the people in Linz started to see all these river cruises coming through and they wanted to catch up. So they started actually to focus on museums, which are a little different than the museums in Vienna. Linz is a very big place for music because Anton Bruckner was born there. Everybody knows him. He's a great church musician. So they have great concerts, but not only classical things. Linz has great universities. So you mentioned you walked through the town. You have seen a lot of young people, students who study there. Linz has a lot of options. So this makes it different. We have the churches, of course, in Linz. But in Linz, there are so many other things to do. You could walk up to the pilgrimage church of the Böstlingberg on the other side of the river. You have a gorgeous view from up there. So if you decide how, just to have an afternoon in Linz, not taking one of our choices, you could do that. So me as a cruise manager, I always try to give my guests some ideas what you could do there. In Linz there's a beautiful castle where they also have some old history, some old objects of art and our choices, as you did ask me, Czeski Kromlov. What's that? An old medieval town in the Czech Republic. So you even can check another country, European country, off your list when you do that afternoon excursion. Or you could go to the Lake District. As I mentioned, beautiful scenery. Most known on that Lake District is 
Monsey with the wedding church from the Van Trapp family. Everybody knows Sound of Music. Everybody except the Austrians. We know it by now, yeah? The guides know it. The cruise managers know it. We know the story, but we actually, when we are children, we never see that movie. So when I started to work as a tour guide, what I did before I was a cruise manager, I had an American boys choir and they talked about that Sound of Music thing and I did ask them, what's that? And then they went to a shop and they bought a CD for me. Just for me that I got to know what's about that and it's great yeah because that's also an experience what you could cover Salzburg a beautiful town in Austria where Mozart was born full of energy full of life that is what makes the choices in Linz so special and when you come back in the evening you know it all the buildings are lit up along the Danube River modern houses next to old houses which shows you some of the old houses were actually destroyed so they did build modern ones and that makes it so special we were docked right in front of the modern museum and it was absolutely beautiful not only during the day but at night when it lit up and then we of course went inside and saw some of the beautiful pieces there but I mean we're right accessible to everything in the area very walkable and so that's super great too I was going to mention the next thing that we did was a beautiful like probably so far one of my favorite things is the cruising that we did once we left Lint. Yeah, this is also what our guests really appreciate, and that's what makes the Danube so special. We have, after that Linz Day, a full cruising morning. So the guests are with us the whole morning on the ship, and it's not only a cruising morning, it's also a lot of beautiful things what you see while you are cruising. And everybody who knows a cruise manager, they know we like to talk. So whenever there was something coming up, I always give information about that, and the guests complimented that. They said, no, it was not too much. Yeah, It was the information right, the way of information we wanted. You cruise the Strudengau, the Nibelungengau, the Wachau, which are three different parts on the Danube River between Linz and Weissenkirchen, where we stopped in the afternoon for our excursions. What made it so beautiful? The vineyards, the churches, the trees, the birds, the flowers, not big cities, small places. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. And then when we stopped, you did the Abbey tour, is that right? Well, I did the hike up to Dernstein Castle, and this was the other thing that was amazing is, oh, you know, a couple miles down from Weissenkirchen, you've got Dernstein, which has got all its own stuff. Then a couple miles past that, you've got Milk Abbey, a lot of stuff there. And then my favorite thing was you told me about just, I just took a bike out and rode along the Danube. And again, this is why you get to know your cruise director. She just told me, oh, you know, this it's paved all along here. Just grab a bike. And I rode up to a town called Spitz. It was really amazing that just every couple of miles there was some historic thing and it was beautiful. You know, Vienna and Budapest in these places are obviously amazing, but this I felt like was a really unique experience to just be riding along the Danube in the countryside. Yeah, and then we moved on to Vienna. I have to say I'm in love. Vienna, I loved it. As you called it, cleaned up Paris. (laughs) I did make that joke, yes. But no, it was that, I just felt like you couldn't turn around in Vienna and not have a beautiful building or something. It was absolutely beautiful. We spent the day looking at these beautiful buildings, going to art museums, went on the bus tour with you guys and kind of got the highlights, and then, of course, did that beautiful concert last night. Tell us a little bit about Vienna and why it's just it's such a romantic, beautiful town. 
What makes Vienna special? I think that's the history. It's connected with our history of my country for more than 1,000 years. And it was once the capital of the huge Austro-Hungarian Empire. That was the reason why we have such a lot of great palaces there, where we have that lot of museums there. Because the Habsburger who ruled over that big empire, they collected, of course, from each and every place the most important paintings, the sculptures, and then they just opened museums. And they opened it for the public. So there's the Museum of Fine Art, the Belvedere, the Museum of Natural History. There is actually such a lot of great places where you could spend days, as you mentioned, Kathleen. Yeah? One day is good enough to get a little idea of that cleaned up Paris, because <laughs> what makes us special, we don't have really a lot of really good things in Austria regarding that we are not powerful, but we have actually waste watchers. That means we have people on the road, they would watch everybody and if you drop something, they kindly would come to you and would say, oh, Joff, you lost maybe something. Maybe you want to take that with you. They do it in a very polite way, but also with that look, you know, that shouldn't be on the road. Yeah, It should be re actually in the garbage. So that makes it special. It's very clean. People are very friendly, open-minded. And although it was a Sunday, we had the souvenir shops open. Of course, department stores are not open on a Sunday, but the guests got the idea during our city tour, which we do on a bus, so we give you an overview of what's going on and then we bring you on a walking tour through the first district and then you have the choice either to come back with us for lunch or you stay in town and just eat a Wiener Schnitzel. That's what we did. I thought so, yeah, because you told me that was also a great experience in Vienna. Do what the locals do. Do what the locals do on a Sunday. They go in a restaurant or they cook the schnitzel at home. You had, didn't have the chance to cook your own schnitzel, so you pick the place where they did cook the schnitzel for you, which is a great experience. And we went to the Albertina, which is exactly where the bus left us off. And we were like, oh, look, that, there we go. We were there. And then oh, I was just beautiful in the upper Belvedere. So we did some amazing things while we were there. And we're moving on to a new country. Yeah, we're moving on to Slovakia. Later today, we're, as we mentioned, we're cruising right now. We'll be arriving in Bratislava. And tell us a little bit about that. Bratislava was not so well known and a lot of guests who are coming to our ships, they always ask me, what do we expect in Bratislava? Is it like Vienna? Is it like Budapest? No, it's completely different. Bratislava, we talk really right at the center of the town. So from the docking place, it's five minutes walk to the town center. So of course, we are doing a walking tour in Bratislava. What we also have here is always a gentle version for guests who want to take it a little easier. We are lucky we have that many different varieties of guests. We have young ones, active ones. We have more experienced ones in age. So for them, we have also regular tours or gentle tours. So for everybody, Bratislava is actually also a highlight because it was also part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, although it was never that important as Budapest or Vienna because never a seat of the Habsburg ruling family, but maybe that's the reason why it's so quaint and unique, because they were never touched by the strict rules of the Habsburger, like in Vienna or Budapest, so they could do at least a little bit of their own thing, and when you walk through Bratislava, you will get that feeling. 
I'm doing the cooking tour today, the special interest tour. Tell me what I'm going to be doing. What are you doing? Actually, you have to get ready to cook your own things. And this is also what makes us special. We have that special interest to us. It's a limited number of guests who can do that. And in Bratislava, of course, because you're in Slovakia, you should learn to cook special Slovakian things. And you know already by now I'm a sweet tongue, so you will cook something sweet. If you can't finish it, you eat that also after that, you know to whom you should bring it. Yeah. And I hope you are doing a great job with your cooking. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm definitely sure. Yeah. And then, of course, we are moving on to Budapest, and we're really excited that we get to spend the night there, which is really nice that we get some extra time there. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the highlights there, and also we're kind of excited for the Illuminations Tour to kind of see the city lit up at night, so that would be beautiful. So Budapest will be then our next stop. We will arrive Budapest in the morning, and Budapest is where the Danube flows directly like a red carpet into the town. So you have on both sides Buddha and Pesh, so you see already the city while we are sailing into the city. The most important sites are along the Danube River, then we bring you on a combined bus and walking tour, so we cover the important sites in Best, and then we go up to the Buddha Castle, which is also was one of the main seats of the Habsburg family, so it's rich architecture up there, of course a rich church, we are lucky here in that part of Europe, we have a lot of rich churches, we don't complain about that, some of them are plainer than the others, so don't expect too much gold, you will see enough, no worries about that, and then we have the afternoon off in Budapest, and you mentioned the illumination cruise, and that is something special, because you don't need to go off the ship for that, Captain Imre and Sultan, they actually set sailing again, while we have dinner, to get ready for a very certain point and then we bring you up to the sun deck and then you just watch and then you see that beautiful buildings lit up what you have seen during the day and that's the best way to be honest for me to finish a river cruise with that illumination cruise we will have some nice music of course we make sure that we also have nice drinks so that's the best way for a last evening on the ship so what if we just don't want to leave how does that work <laughs> Actually, I got the question, if you don't want to leave, that's also very good because I'm a very bad singer. So I start to sing on Wednesday morning, already by 9 o'clock, when I have the feeling that my guests don't want to leave. But on the other hand, you need to leave, of course, but you always can come back. That's true. We're planning on it. We're planning on it. We're going to post links to Ama Waterways on our website and where you can learn more about this particular cruise. You can go to TravelBrigade.com, click on the hot sheet for today's show, and we'll have some links there. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have their reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Radio Weekly Travel and Destination Show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in the Ama Viola, part of Ama Waterways, having a beautiful time on the Romantic Danube cruise. It's been so much fun having some little towns we've stopped in and big towns or big cities that we've stopped in. It's just been a really, really great time. We've come to that time in the show when we each pick our favorite thing about this particular episode. 
A lot of times it's a favorite thing about a particular destination, but this time since, as we've outlined, we've gone to several different destinations, we're going to pick our favorite thing that we did on this particular itinerary. So in this case, we're going to pick either our favorite destination for this itinerary or the favorite thing that we did while we were on this itinerary. As always, she said goes first. Well, this was just I would say the perfect day I had in Vienna. Vienna was so beautiful. Every time you turned around, there was another beautiful building, another beautiful thing to see. We started out, of course, with going with AMA and AMA Waterways on a organized bus overview of the city, which was really great to uh, kind of get a lot. You know, sometimes when you're here, you can't get everything in and so doing sort of an overview in Vienna was was really beautiful. We actually stopped and started the walking portion of the tour right in front of the Albertina Museum. We saw some amazing impressionists work there. We also saw some old, some pieces of of castle, decorated rooms and castles that were there. And then when we were done, we went across the street and had a cup of coffee, went to a coffee house and had apple strudel, then went to the upper Belvedere and saw the original painting, The Kiss. And if that were not enough for a wonderful day, we came back and had dinner on the ship and went to a concert that the ship had organized in a beautiful, beautiful building. And we went and saw a Mozart and Strauss concert in the evening. So I would have to say Vienna and the day in Vienna was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, Vienna is a world-class city and is a highlight of any trip. I'm going to kind of go opposite way here and this itinerary offered me the chance to do something really kind of unique and different when we were in this little town of Weissenkirchen that we stopped in Ama Viola and the Ama ships carry bikes on board and anytime you stop they get the bikes out and you can just take them and go for a ride and so I rode from the town of Weissenkirchen up to the town of Spitz and it was about I think it was five kilometers each way it was a fun little ride beautiful ride saw you know these beautiful little old towns up close kind of something you can't get everywhere kind of a unique experience so this is a trip we will not soon forget but it is time to move on to another destination please join us next time in the meantime please remember there are two stages in life you're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip whatever stage you're in please join us Yes, and you can check out all of our links for the show on travelbrigade.com, on Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at travelbrigade.com.